Thanks for tuning in to Murders in Media. I'm Madison Smith, and this week we'll be talking about Dr. Death. H.G. Thomas was one of the most horrific criminals in American history, and was also one of the first to officially earn the title of serial killer. He was best known for his murder castle, which was a hotel that was really more like a death trap, with toxic gas in the vents, dead end hallways, acid baths, and more than we know about. In its construction, he hired and fired multiple construction companies so that he was the only one who knew the true layout of the building. After the World's Columbian Exposition, or the World's Trade Fair, in Chicago in 1893, where he got a lot of customers, and thus a lot of victims, he left the castle and went on to focus on an insurance fraud scam, preying on vulnerable women whom he would make into his girlfriends or wives, thus taking control of their money before killing most of them. He was convicted for insurance fraud and was officially linked to the murder of his partner, Benjamin Peitzel, and three of Peitzel's children. After investigating his hotel, the police couldn't determine how many bodies there were in the murder castle because of distortion from his means of disposal. Now, Holmes was a con man and a compulsive liar, so little of what he said can be confidently taken as the truth. That's part of what makes the story so interesting. People didn't and don't know if what he said was true or if he was lying for the money and notoriety. The true number of victims was never known, but he confessed to at least 27 others to a news journal while on death row for $10,000 and supposedly told his lawyer that there were 133 more that he hadn't told the police of. It is estimated that there were about 200 victims total, but unfortunately, that may never be confirmed and most victims' families never got closure. Holmes has been portrayed in media in numerous ways. For instance, his murder castle was the inspiration for the Hotel Cortez in the fifth season of FX's television series, American Horror Story. He and the World's Trade Fair were also featured in a fictional time travel show called Timeless on NBC. He has even had many books written about him, including a popular one called Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. This is all in addition to the many documentaries that look into a story in life like H.H. Holmes, America's First Serial Killer in 2008. The murder castle itself was later remodeled to become an attraction, but it ended up burning down before it could open. I'm sure that there are plenty of theories, urban legends, and ghost tales to accompany that. What I find particularly interesting is that compared to other serial killers that tend to be glorified, he tends to remain evil in the eyes of the media. He's fairly popular, but I think it's more about the intrigue surrounding a messed up psyche, his uniqueness of his kills, and the depths of evil that one person could reach. That, or it's because this took place so long ago that he doesn't have the abundance of groupies like, say, Ted Bundy has now. While he was very popular with the ladies, considering the number of them that he scammed, I'm sure that there were probably some people that glorified him in and around his lifetime. The murder castle, for all intents and purposes, was objectively creative and smart. However, that doesn't warrant idolizing him. It is something that would be cool in a book, but not in real life. I think that with the distance of time in between him and us, we have come to see that he was a stone-cold psychopath and murderer, and nothing about what he did should be praised. In my opinion, I think that one of the main reasons that he's so popular and so many people have taken interest in him is because he was so different from other serial killers. I mean, how often do you hear about murder hotels being built? 
I think the time period is also especially relevant because in the late 1800s, you could get away with a lot more. Their technology and forensics were nowhere near where they are now, so it'd be a lot more difficult to get away with the things that he did now. So back then, when he would give different people different confessions and accounts, they didn't, and still don't, know the truth. Because he has been dead for so long and left people with so many unanswered questions, he remains a puzzle that may never be answered. Regardless, the murder castle and Holmes' story is a fascinating one, but I hope it's never repeated again. Thank you for listening. I'm Madison, and this is Murders in Media.